Blog Talk Radio.
family, this is the X-Man, your radio minister of music. Catch my show right here every Sunday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You'll hear nothing but the very best from independent, national, worldwide, and your very own local gospel artists who all have one thing in common. It's real gospel. Plus, you'll get the very best and gospel industry news and interviews from gospel artists who give God the glory while they tell their stories. The music will surely bless your spirit, so don't miss it. Remember, that's Real Gospel with the X-Man every Sunday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right like here on Spirit Soul Radio Smiling alone 
BSN neighborhood, baby. Yeah. Monday through Friday, you know we bring it all to you and your neighborhood. Yeah. Deandra Hall live in effect. Gospel music, spreading the love of Jesus Christ. Spotlight guest yeah. testimony. <laughs> you came to the right place to get uplifted. Yeah. We do it for God. Let's get it cracking for the Lord, you dig? Ooh. But I won't keep you waiting. Nah. <laughs> We know what you came here for. Yep. We know what you want. Okay, Tommy, y'all. You will not disappoint. So let's do it. <laughs> hey, yo, Deandra. What's up? Holler at him. Let go. Hey, welcome to SPSN Listen Live. Me, your host, Deandra, and I'm super excited that you all are joining me on today. I got a great broadcast for y'all, but before I even tell you about it, you all know what I do. I always tell you, hit your social media, hit your Facebook, your Twitter, tweet somebody, Facebook somebody, text somebody, call somebody, and let them know about today's broadcast. It's a special broadcast. We're going to talk to two gentlemen. They're ministers now, and I'm just, you know, thank God for their testimony. They have powerful testimonies, and they're going to talk to us about a men's life training uh, boot camp that changed their lives, that took their uh, lives from the world of destruction on into their destiny with God. And so uh, the minister's name is Justin Shelton and also Minister Bruce Wilson. And I'm excited again to have them here in the virtual studio of SPSN Listen Live. Hey, guys, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. <laughs> doing good. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I'm excited to have you all here. Um Again, introduce yourselves to uh, the listening audience on today. Who is Justin Shelton and Bruce Wilson? Who are you? Amen, amen. Well, my name is um, Minister Justin Shelton, as uh, Prophet Deanna stated. And, well, actually, I've I've only been a minister for, I would say, a year and a half now. Um, truly been saved for probably like two years. So I just thank God for, for, for how he moved me to, to where I used to be to where I am now so quick and so 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 easily um honestly but um just to give you a little bit of history of what I what I used to do I used to live a, a reckless and dangerous lifestyle in my past um I was uh into into the streets into the street life more like hustling and you know what I'm saying drugs that 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 type of lifestyle and uh I really didn't I, I, I always said I believed in God but never really uh did anything for him never even really thought about him um per se just just thought he was just the man upstairs that's what i used to call him but i never forget that on november 15th of 2013 that all of my fun and games all of the, the things that i used to do it ended because on that night i went to a party um with a couple of my friends and got jumped by seven people and stabbed 13 times and i was the only person out of all of my group of friends that 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 went through that ordeal, like none of them helped me, none of them did anything to to try to you know what I'm saying keep me safe or protect me, and I ended up getting stabbed ten times in the head. Two out of those ten were in my right eye. I ended up losing my um my right eye and got a prosthetic eye now, glory to God. And the other three were in my both of my arms combined. And while I was on bed rest for about two and a half months, I just felt so alone, like I didn't have nobody there but my family. Nobody to count on, nobody to trust, and that's when uh, one of my old friends, who was a Christian, had invited me to Passion for Reconciliation's Men's Life Training Boot Camp. And at first, I was like, "I'm not going to no boot camp. I'm not trying to do no push-ups or anything like that." And then he ended up letting me know it was free, and they they offer free food, so I like to eat. So I said, "I'll go for the free food." So 
not even realizing that I was ready to be fed in a whole different way. So I ended up going to this boot camp and really found out who I was in Christ, really found out what my purpose in life was, really found out why I was even created, and that's just to worship and give God glory and honor. And I thank God for being able to speak to a pastor and other um, ministers or just, just, just young men. Um, old and young who have a heart, a desire, a fire to just want to live for God and just for them to answer the questions that I ask, but not just ask it and say, answer it and um, say, you know what I'm saying, this is what it is, but to tell me to go into the Word and look at it for myself. And when I started to do that and really gave my life to Christ, it just shifted everything. Like um, Prophet said earlier, I'm a minister now. Um, I'm back in school. Uh, I, I just got uh, accepted into the National Technical Honor Society uh, last weekend, actually. Um, I have a 3.8 GPA, and I'm ready to graduate with my associate's degree in industrial engineering in May. So all of my, my whole 20 years, I wasted, 21 years, really, I wasted on just, just, just trying, to, trying, to, trying to do things my way, but... Just that one encounter with God just shifted my entire outlook on life and, and just blessed me to be who I am today. So I just really want to encourage each and every one of you all who know about this boot camp. If, you, if it's somebody you know who could be changed by this or could be affected, contact us. And if you don't know anybody but want, would like to support, um, you can check us out at the GoFundMe app that I believe is on the, the website, right? Yep, it's on okay. the website. But um, I'm going to turn it over to Minister Bruce. Amen. <laughs> we have to say. <laughs> amen, amen. Well, um, as, as it was already said, my name is uh, Bruce Wilson. And um, yes, I am a minister. And just to tell you guys a, a little bit about myself, um, you know, I... I I remember maybe about, because I've been saved now for almost four years, and um, before, I, before I got saved, what ended up happening in my life was, you know, I, I, had, I had a girlfriend at the time, and I had a son, I believe he was, he was about two years old, and we had our own place, and like uh, Minister Justin said, I was still into the streets I was living a, a type of lifestyle like that I always had a job though but you know I was always in the street as well and I never forget for me um what happened that changed my life because I was caught up in a lot of things and stealing was was one of the the most things that I was involved in and um I had a good job and I never forget that on the job um I ended up stealing something off the job and it's it's funny how things work because with the thing that I stole, the item that I stole, it fell out of my pocket right in front of my boss. And you know, and you know, during that time my boss he called me in the office and he uh he told me that, that he was gonna suspend me. So, you know, I, I was I was okay with that and then when I got home later that day they called me and let me know that I was fired. You know, so I end up realizing because during that time uh, like I said, we had our own place, and my girlfriend at the time, she wasn't working, so I was basically um, providing everything in the household. And when I lost my job, my life had changed so much, you know, because every bill began to pack up, I mean, pile up. I remember the, um, the, 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 um, the rent, we had gotten into a balance where we owed $3,000, the the um the rent people were they were telling us that you have uh, I think it's like a week and, and you're gonna have to get out 
and um and I and I also remember the lights our lights got cut off, the cable bill, everything it was like everything was being taken away from us. And you know, around my family I would try to be strong, you know, but in the inside I was growing really weak. And I never forget that when they left the house one day I found myself in the bathroom and while I was in the bathroom you know I was just crying I, I never forget I was right beside the toilet on my knees just crying and I had a thought and the thought that came to my head was well I didn't even say a thought it was a whisper in my ear to go get my gun and to take my life and I was thinking I was truly thinking about going downstairs grabbing my gun and taking my life and another voice came and you know and that voice led me to a, a place of, of thinking about my life thinking about my family thinking about you know the purpose of my life and everything and I began to pray and for me that was amazing because I, I wasn't really raised up in the church or anything so you know for me to come out of nowhere and pray you know I know that was uh, a God moving in my life and I you know I began to pray and I just was like God you know what I, I'm tired you know I'm tired of running from you I'm tired of you know just the, the way that I've lived I'm living and I and I need your guys I need you to show me how to live the life that you want me to live and uh, during that time I just really got to that place where I, I, I surrendered everything to him and I started to go to church and uh, during the time I remember my uh, girlfriend uh, she would she would stay at home, and I just really made it up in my mind that regardless of whether she was going to change, that I was going to change. So I, I I went anyway, and you know, and then I I also got involved like Minister Justice said in the boot camp, and these things changed my life. And I and I also realized, and I do want to encourage even the men that's out there that if your 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 girlfriend, your spouse, whoever it is that if they are not following suit of, of what you're doing to not let that hinder you from continuing to move forward because me moving forward allowed for her to see the change in me and, and and then she eventually began to change and just to bring it all up to where we are now now we're married and you know and now and now uh we, we have a, a a daughter that's on the way as well so you know, there's so many things that God has done, and even career-wise, you know, I'm also pursuing career in the IT field, but during that process, I didn't have a job. God blessed me with my CDLs for free, and I and I have a job, a CDL job now, so, you know, God has definitely done mighty things, and it was definitely uh, the boot camp that had a major impact on my life. Amen. What powerful testimonies because, you know, that was going to be my next question where you both brought up in the church because um, I know our listener audience probably are thinking, well, you know, for you to go and pray to God, you know, you must have had some type of background in the church, but you said you wasn't, you know, brought up in the no. church. So uh, one another question I noticed that listening audience will probably also be thinking is, um, did you have your fathers in your life, you know, um, and, and how much of an impact... Um, if you did have them in or not in your life, how much of an impact did that make, um, you know, in your lives as growing up, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, um, this is this is Minister Bruce, and uh, for me, my father, he was in and out of my life. And, you know, I, I read a book one time, and one of the things that stood out to me in the book, it was about men, and it was about fathers. And, you know, in the book, 
it would explain a silent father. And even, like I said, my father was, he was in and out of my life. Um, even those times where he were in my, was in my life, he was silent, you know. And, and a silent father can be anything from being in the household, you know, but uh, uh, all they do is lay on the couch. You know, all they do is, yeah. is uh, watch the football games and, you know, don't do the things that a father should do. They don't teach their child how to do this. They don't, you know, do those certain things. And that's what my father was when he was there. But most of the time he wasn't, you know. And I always grew up with the mindset that I'm going to be better than him. You know, I'm, the things that he didn't do for me, I'm going to do for my child, you know, when, they, when I have one or, or whatever it may be. So, you know, a lot of people, and I see, and it kind of kind of hurts a little bit when you see people, you know, use that as an excuse because I, I know I was guilty of it, but I, I want to challenge you to let that motivate you. You know, let that motivate you. Don't allow for it to be an excuse in your life. Let that motivate you to do better for your child or, you know, do better even for your life. You know, so um, that that's pretty much what happened with me and my father. He he was in and out of my life. And um, this is uh, Minister Justin again and just like Minister Bruce, I mean, my father, he was he was in and out of my life as well. He was a silent father. He was one of those type of fathers that never, that the only the only good thing I could ever say that he told me to do was stay in school. But regard, outside of that, it was, oh, how many girls did you sleep with or or um, or um, did you talk to this girl? Or just just things that, that a father not really supposed to be uh, talking about with his son it's, it's, and trying to raise him to be a true man. And I had to I had to learn over time because those times when he wasn't in my life, which was a lot, because my mom practically my mom raised me. My mom raised me and my brother. And I I say that I raised myself because my mom was always out working all the time, and um and my brother um helped raise my brother as well. But just just to know that my mom used to come home and. Uh, she used to always baby my little brother and just used to always come at me and I used to always wonder why and I found out not too long ago when I was 18 years old actually that um my father used to beat my mom he used to he really used to he, they were in an abusive relationship where he used to put his hands on her day after day after day because of the shortcomings that that, that he had to deal with and I never knew that because my mom kept it in I never knew why she was so distant from me I never knew why she always looked at me as, as being like the black sheep. It was because I, I resembled my father and, and, and not just looks but in my ways. Because just like Minister Bruce, I wanted to do I wanted to do more. I wanted to I had that drive to, to be better than my father, to be, you know what I'm saying, a different man than than what he was and what he showed me. But I ended up doing the exact same things he was doing. Messing around with other women. Um uh not being abusive as far as like putting your hands on a woman, but I would I would uh Speak to a woman of verbal abuse. You know what I'm saying? Just, just things that I, I used to do. I was just following in his footsteps and not even realizing that I'm not. I'm being exactly what what what, what I what what I was cursed to, to to be from 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 birth. And I I just thank God now that um that I'm that I'm saved because I never knew what love was until I found out who Christ is because I never seen it in my household. I never really truly experienced it to where, you know what I'm saying, I have a father that that that, that I could truly say loves me regardless of what he just say, but from his actions or a mother that says she loved me not just from what she say but her actions and, you know what I'm saying, it's it's it's, it's hard. And I I want to encourage those as well 
just as Minister Bruce said, don't let that stop you, but look at your life. Because like a lot of people use that as an excuse. Well, I ain't had my father in, in, in your life, but there's no excuse that you can use because it's your choice to choose to be better than him or to walk in those same footsteps. So, um, yeah, they, it, it really had a big impact. But thankful now that I know who my heavenly father is because Amen. without him, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. Amen. And speaking about the heavenly father, um, you know, you both went into the boot camp. What was the procedures like? Um, you know, who were the leaders that were over the boot camp? Um, what were the steps that they took you through to, you know, uh, purge all of that? You had to you had to go through a, a, a process of purging um, in order before you walked into your true destiny. So, you know, what were the steps that you all went through um, during the boot camp? Well, from my experience, this Minister Justin again. Um, when Pastor Pastor um, Kelly Richardson was was the was the leader of it all. He also had other drill sergeants like um, Prophet Clemens um, and Pastor Robinson, and also had like guest speakers like uh, Bishop China come in and, and speak to us. But during the process, he really taught us of how to how to hold ourselves accountable with with each other and ourselves because we we had to we had to make sure our rooms were were clean and straight, make sure that um that um everybody was out on time or you know what I'm saying that that attitudes were straight like we couldn't like if 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 one if somebody from a certain group was not um uh participating or or the way they supposed to be then we wouldn't eat Whoa. we wouldn't eat until <laughs> they they wow. they they would participate not not like hard uh, I'm gonna starve you for the rest of the day, but the food would get cold because one person wants to, wants to act up. So it showed us how to how to be leaders. It showed us how to uh, um, really really take on the challenge in front of us and take it serious. And also um, another thing he taught us of how to how to be in line and how to follow directions. Because mm -hmm. we used to we we would line up and we would say our our, um, our cadence um, in the morning. And to be honest, I didn't want to do it. Cause it was too early. It was it was six o'clock in the morning. I did not want to wake up. It was too early. But it it, it starting off that early, it let me know. Cause they they took our phones away from us, so I felt like I didn't I didn't have you know what I'm saying no outside world or anything. Oh, wow. But throughout that whole day, we were just talking about the word, talking about God, and and all of those different things. And um, and I got to ask so many questions that I had built up inside of me that nobody in my family could answer. And so for me, it was it was it was it was eye opening to to really talk to a pastor, you know what I'm saying? Talk to a minister, talk to a, a prophet, talk to somebody who is grounded in the Word of God. And um, but yeah, even this this boot camp though is gonna be different than than all the rest because we're going to a different location now. And instead of just you know what I'm saying, because when I went, it was more so like lectures and 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 lining up. But this time it's gonna be different. It's gonna be a, a whole bunch of activities. The campsite is offering to us, so it's going to be a lot for for each and every person to get get into. It's going to be fun for real, to be honest. The last one was fun as well, cause I mean, I went. It was like what twenty eight people when I went, and it was it was too funny. It was yeah. it was hilarious. <laughs> but um, yeah yeah um, this is our minister Bruce again, and um, I can say for me. The the experience was it was awesome, you know, and it, it was it's kind of where it's like you get you get pulled out of your comfort zone, and I and I think that it's it's a plus to 
be in a, a place where you can get pulled out of your comfort zone because that you know that's where growth takes place and and I you know if you're listening and and if you you do want to uh, register or whatever to to do it because you know it, it's awesome and I when I was in the um the boot camp I came I think we had maybe about four of them and I was in the, I started off in the first one before uh, Minister Justin so um you know my experience. Like I said, of uh, uh, you know, being uncomfortable, they wake you up early in the morning, you know, and, and you know, it kind of shows you though how to be available and be ready when God calls you, Amen. you know, because it it was a lot of things that it was like, you know, your your flesh began to kick in and you like, man, I don't want to do this, you know, I don't feel like doing this or whatever, but you know that you have to and you got people that's counting on you like minister justin said if one is out of line then the whole team is out of line you know so it's definitely a plus just that and um you know even some of the conversations that we have you know that time of fellowship where you know we just we just are able to talk about life talk about life you know talk about you know our purpose because i know for me I always had that uh, um, thought in my head. You know, I know it got to be more to life than this. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know you go to you go to work. You work from eight to four thirty or eight to five o'clock, and it's like you go home. You do the same thing over and over, and it was like, man, what is? Why am I here? You know. So this was a great tool to show me why God placed me here, and. You know, like Minister Justice said, even about the new uh, site that we're going to be at now, it's going to be amazing. I mean, the activities, I would say obstacles, because it's going to be a lot of things that, you know, in the past, it, it was more of a, it challenged you mentally. But this is going to challenge you both mentally and physically, and I think that that, that is the best part about it. So, yeah, it was awesome. And also, um, to add another thing, uh, just, just as Minister Bruce was speaking about when we when we were sharing, having that time of fellowship, hearing how other people have went through their lives, it, it encourages you and lets you know that you're not the only one or that your situation is not that bad. Because I thought I had it bad. And hearing from another one of my boot camp mates t- saying how they grew up with without their father and their mother, being homeless by themselves, being being abandoned, and how somebody took them in, and I can only imagine what they go through if I felt what I felt. And I could see my father sometimes, but he he's not really making that effort to be in my life. But to have somebody who I don't even have that opportunity to contact, I mean, it just it it it, it opens your eyes to let you know, like it's really people out here struggling, and it truly it truly lets because as as when I was growing up, crying and sharing feelings. That's 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 soft for a man, but it really builds you up to be stronger. Cause if you hold all of that stuff in, the way you the way you dish it out is not going to be right, and it's going to affect every single area of your life. So it really taught us that 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 we can truly be a true man of God, true a true man by 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 you know what I'm saying sharing sharing what what we go through and and knowing that we were overcome by each other's testimony. So. Um, that's I wanted to share that um, before. That's, that's powerful. You said something there because, like you say, a lot of um, young boys growing to young men not able to share their feelings or mm-hmm. you know different things they're going through. Ah, oh, hush up, be quiet, you soft, you mm-hmm. bad, you know mm-hmm. all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, hearing that stuff and it's like, oh, I can't share my feelings. You gotta have some kind of release. 
Yeah. You know, it's going to come out in some kind of way. Yeah. But um, just before I close out the broadcast, um, is there any other encouraging words that you would like to say to that young boy that's listening, that young teenager that's listening, that young man that's listening? And, you know, they're looking for God but just don't know, like, how can I get on that road? To where I need to be to find out who God is and and know Him as Father and not just the cliche like you said, uh, Minister Justin, uh, the the God and you know the guy in the sky, mm-hmm. you know uh, who He really is as Father. So, what encouraging words would you like to offer? Well, I know for myself, um, I really admire what my pastor told me because he doesn't like. I know how some pastors, not not to put them down in no type of way, how some pastors um, call themselves spiritual fathers and have sons. But my pastor doesn't, he doesn't do that because he doesn't want us to idolize him or put him on any type of pedestal that he shouldn't be. And I know for me, I always wanted to talk to a pastor, but it's like, why talk to a pastor when I had that opportunity to talk to God? He's, He's with me and around me at all times. And for him to to teach me and let me know, don't just hear what I have to say. Like, go to God for yourself. And I truly went to God for myself. And I asked, I said, okay, Lord. Um, Because even before I got stabbed, when I was 18 years old, I I got asked the question, Justin, if you were to die right now, where would you go, heaven or hell? And I knew based upon my lifestyle and what, what I knew from church, from the little bit that I did go, I was going to hell. So I said it. But hearing myself say that, I wanted to get saved. And that night, I decided to give my life to the Lord and, you know what I'm saying, ask Him to, to turn me away from my wicked ways, turn me away from, from, from people that were influencing me to do wrong so that I could live for Him. And the next day, I felt good. I, I, you know what I'm saying, I, I felt reborn, I felt new, I'm, but I'm still hanging around the same people. I'm still, I'm still doing, you know what I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not sinning as far as like smoking, drinking, and none of that, but I'm hanging around the same people that's, that's doing the same things that tempted me. So, because I wasn't reading my word or praying or being around like-minded brothers and sisters in Christ or going to church and fellowshipping, I I fell back into it. I fell back to this, and I basically just told God, "Sight, you know, what I'm saying I live for you later, Lord. I'm 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 doing my own thing. Let me let me just live life. I'm young. I can experience things." And like I said, when I went to the boot camp, I got reminded of that that prayer that I had prayed to God because I was upset. Because I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm, I learned you love me. I learned you forgive. You know what I'm saying? So why I had to lose an eye? Why I had to get stabbed 13 times? Why I had to go through everything that I had to go through in my life just to know what I know now? And he told me, he said, do you remember that prayer that you prayed to me when you were 18 years old? When you told me you was going to turn away from your wicked ways and live for me. He said, now, even though you turned your back on me, I'm going to answer your prayer. But I'm going to answer it according to the lifestyle that you chose to live. So I would encourage each and every person that's listening to this to look at your lifestyle and see that if it is pleasing to God. Because we can pray and ask God to bless us and do all of these things for us. But really, are we doing, are we, do we deserve it? Are we doing anything for him to, for him to, for him to, um, to, 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 to just, you know what I'm saying, give us everything that we need. And for me, I asked God to, to do these things, but it was my choice to go back out there instead of, Read my word more, praying more, you know what I'm saying, making that conscious effort to be around others who are like-minded Christians and believers. So, amen, amen. Well, this is uh, Minister Bruce, and um, I would just say, you know, even as Minister was talking about really looking at your life, and I, I would also, you know, say to really ask yourself, 
you know, are you really serious about it? You know, because, you know, that that's a question that you have to answer yourself because if you're really serious about it, you're going to put forth the effort that is, you know, is needed. And, uh, you know, even it even made me think, you know, about, um, you know, if you say, for instance, you know, I, I want to get stronger, I want to get bigger, you know, and you say, well, uh, it's just, you, 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 you think that it's just going to happen, but, you know, you know, in order for you to get stronger and get bigger, you have to do what? You have to go to the gym. You have to work. You have to work those muscles. You know, so if you really want to know God, if you really want to, to change, you know, and, and stuff like that, then you have to put forth that effort. You can't just say, you know, I want to know God and, and don't put forth an effort. No, you have to seek God. You have to do that. Take that same approach that you would take as if you, you know what, you want to gain those muscles to get stronger. Take those same approach with God. I don't mean go to the gym to look for God. No, I mean <laughs> read the word. Read the word. Pray. You know, even go to the house. You know, go to the house of the Lord and, you know, just 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 ask for God to, to show you, you know, his purpose for your life, to show you, you know, what you need to do to teach you. You know, and, and I think I can't remember the scripture. I think it's in Matthew where he said um, to take a. He said to learn of me and take my yoke upon me or something like that. But, you know, basically saying that you, you have to be taught. And in order to be taught, you have to go find a teacher. So I would challenge you to to go to the house of the Lord, to, to go into the word of God, to pray. I would challenge you to even place yourself around people that are trying to do the same thing that you're trying to do or have or is already doing it. So that I mean, that's. What I would encourage you with, and to to really examine yourself, because you know it can become an excuse. You know, I want to change, but uh, you're not showing it. You know, so that's what I would what I would say. Now I want to ask both y'all. I'm putting y'all on the spot. How old are y'all? <laughs> well, this is uh, Minister Bruce, and I'm actually my birthday is tomorrow. I'll be oh, 25 wow. tomorrow. Oh. So I, I'm 24 right now, and if God's willing, I'll be 25 tomorrow. Awesome. Amen. Um, <laughs> Minister Justin again, and I'm 22 years old. So. Uh, see, they young. See, I'm, I'm getting up there. I'm almost 40. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but see, the reason why I ask that is because, like you said, people give excuses. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, um, yeah, they could say that because they're not. But y'all are young, mm -hmm. <laughs> and these are coming out. From young men, wisdom, yeah. <laughs> wisdom. It's not something somebody told them. Lord it's God. something they experienced. Mm -hmm. So I'm just again honored to have you both on the show and just to share your testimony. Not only about your testimony, about the ministry that God used, passion for reconciliation boot camp. You mm -hmm. know, uh, life training. You know, they gave you skills to know who God is as Father. You know, uh, life skills to turn your turn your life around, mm -hmm. and so thank you so much thank for coming you, on you. the show. And everybody that's listening, all you gotta do is go to the website at www.spiritsoulradionetwork.blogspot.com. Go all the way down, you'll see Men's Life Training, and um, you want to make sure you click that. So you can give a donation, seed into this ministry. You will be blessed. Not only will you be blessed, other souls will be blessed. Amen. Such as uh, Minister Justin and Minister Bruce were blessed when they were um, introduced to the boot camp. Amen. Not only were they introduced to the boot camp, they were introduced to God. Amen. Amen. And so 
seed into a, um, this ministry to introduce somebody else that's out there looking for God to the Father that we all know. Amen. Amen. So, again, thank you for tuning in to SPS Sinless and Live with me, your host, Yandra. Thank you so much. God bless. <laughs>